0: Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain health care providers, and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole-person care. So, let's sit down, let's get started, let's have some conversations, let's connect these dots let's get some straight talk welcome back house call community we're here for another one of our connect those health dots conversations so that you can be able to listen to someone else's story and be able to connect your own health dots you know we say here in the community that you know stories storytelling is a very powerful way to have your own aha moments is what I've said in the past and so you may not have the exact same symptoms it may not even be a particular medical condition that you are wrestling with or that you think that you may be experiencing but it just gives you a pause it helps you to stop and take that look and say huh Something just doesn't feel right Or I've been experiencing something here lately And maybe I should go and talk to somebody So we hope that as you allow us to come in And make that house call with you And you're able to connect your own health dots You begin to make better health choices And when I say better health choices I'm not talking necessarily about You know, just the obvious ones Better eating, better, you know More water intake or exercise But you actually make the choice To probably go see somebody You make that choice to actually open your mouth and say something to someone or even take the make the choice to admit it to yourself that something is just not quite right. And you're able to then. Start down the path of what we like to talk about as whole person care, becoming an intricate part of your own healthcare team. And so today I have the privilege of having my hubby with me again. (laughs) He's on this side of the mic. And um, as he has been so gracious to share his stories um, before, some of his healthcare stories, we realized that there was another conversation we talked about before Mm -hmm. that, you know, if you haven't had a chance to listen, you've heard probably. Probably about his carpal tunnel story, but there was another health issue that mm. we've been having a long-standing conversation about, and you even wrote a blog post about on our prior website that we yeah. had a while ago, and we realized we never actually had an audio conversation about it.
1: No, so see you the first time.
0: today we're going to talk about sleep apnea. Yes, wow, sleep apnea. So. That is one of those n- terms that, again, I feel people hear about. They kind of, you know, it's back and, you know, kind of bounces around on, you know, this, in the sound sphere. Mm-hmm. But what is sleep apnea, you know, and what does that mean? You know, what type of health risk does that, you know, um, actually give to someone? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to explore all of that. Yeah. You know, um, and you're going to tell your story about how you're actually diagnosed with it.
1: Mm. <laughs> so, you Don't know. I wonder why you laugh
0: So, sleep apnea is a serious physiological condition, and we're going to talk about how the Mayo Clinic even breaks it down into three different types, but essentially, it's where while you're sleeping, you stop breathing. Right. And in turn, you have decreased oxygen supply Mm -hmm. that is sent to your brain. Correct. And to other organs. So sleep apnea is where you literally stop breathing during the night. Mm-hmm. And when you stop breathing, you then decrease
1: stop breathing when you're sleeping. When you're sleeping. And not just at night.
0: Right. Oh, whenever, you're whenever yeah. yeah right. No, true. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. It is when you're sleeping you stop breathing mm-hmm. and so you have decreased oxygen to your brain, to your other vital organs. Right. Which we're going to talk about increase certain risk, which is, which is an increased risk factor for certain other health conditions. Yep. So let's talk about your story first. Like we always do, We we ask, tell me your story. So <laughs> tell us how you... How you actually got diagnosed with sleep
1: apnea. Hmm. Well, I, I grew up in a household where my father snored all my life. Mm. So, it's just one of those things. Yeah, mom, yeah, you yeah, snore. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same I could hear you down the hall. I could hear you. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. so, it ha, So, it's just, you know, I thought it was the way it was. I remember the first time I remember... Like, waking myself up snoring. I'll never forget this. I was living in South Florida one at times. I living in South Florida. And me, mommy, somebody else were in the library at FIU. And I'm sitting in the chair, and I fall asleep. And I snore so hard that I wake myself up.
0: Wow. Right?
1: Um, so sometime after that, you know, I mean, I guess I'm a snorer now. Mm. Um,
0: and what did you think snoring meant? At that point,
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's just like you're older. You snore. Uh, that's all I knew. Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. You know, okay, that's okay. all I
1: knew. Um. So we get married. You know, yep. I guess I snored. Did I hard? No, not really.
0: Oh, no. That's what we're gonna talk about. Okay. Because, go ahead with your story. Okay. Because I can't say my part without spoiler alert. So go ahead and say, right. and say so it. So
1: we. I don't remember what exactly caused you to go to this appointment with me. I don't either. Well, I was was, sick and you were feeling it wasn't clearing enough.
0: And for whatever reason, I was off. I think it may have been one of those times where during residency, we were doing the nights. We were uh, rotating between nights and days. And so I was off during the day. And I was working nights now. So, yeah, 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 it was this weird type of, hey, yeah, I can go to the doctor with you Mm -hmm. for this appointment.
1: Yeah. So we go to the doctor. And I don't know, again, I don't know what particular um, symptoms we were discussing at the time.
0: Well, from my recollection, Mm -hmm. the resident came in. We talked about resident clinics in your last episode. But the resident came in and did their exam. And you said to them... I just don't feel that I'm getting over this fast enough. Or you kept saying something about the ear passage that you felt yeah. like it was still, you were still draining down that area because you were getting over an upper respiratory infection. Mm. So when. And I
1: was still a smoker at this time.
0: Right. You were Sorry. still a smoker. And the attending came in mm-hmm. to finish up the visit. And I guess he's listening. And of course, you know, as an attending now, I understand right. you have several different running differential diagnoses in your head so that you know what type of questions to ask next so that you can start eliminating certain things or going down your flow chart, mm-hmm. is what you're doing in your head. And he said to you, Do you snore? And you kind of said, No. Or he you, you chuckled or something. And he looked at me and said, oh, Hold on. And he said, Let me ask you, mm-hmm. does he snore? And I said, No, He said, does he stop breathing at night? And that was like that. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. I remember it's one of those times that and you can see it as a physician when you hit that one thing that people go, oh, my goodness gracious, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I said, yes, he does, because there are times where I would be studying and you would fall asleep next to me and I would literally shake you because I could tell you had taken this little pause, like you literally would stop breathing. So you didn't really snore when we first got married. It was this.
1: Those episodes.
0: Episodes of apnea. Yeah. You would literally pause and stop breathing and I would Mm. shake you and you would then you would kind of take that little. Mm-hmm. Breath. I do because I
1: remember him looking in my mouth, looking mm-hmm. down my throat, like whoa, you know, so he's looking at the anatomy mm-hmm. and then yeah. So that part I do remember.
0: And then he's then. So what then happened
1: they next? schedule a sleep study mm-hmm. and said, Let's get you checked out. And so I um I was working in uh Baltimore, downtown Baltimore at that time. So there was a hotel right there in the okay. downtown area, not far from the Orioles Stadium where I went, where they had their sleep clinic. Okay. So, I remember the first time I went in, nice gentleman. I wish I remember what country he was from. Oh. I think he was a country in West Africa, but very nice gentleman. This was his second job as a uh-huh, sleep tech. Uh-huh. Um, so, they hooked you up with all the wires, you know, and I go into sleep, and this is just dry, meaning you're not wearing any apparatus or anything. They're just going to study what's going on. And I don't remember the numbers, but it was enough to scare the crap. Out of all of us, yeah. you, me, yeah. the doctors, yeah. when they're looking at it, because I. How many episodes? You had.
0: I wanted to say you had upwards of 90 some episodes. It was a lot. And then you would deset down to like 88,
1: 89%. Yeah, that was crazy. So, that, just so you know, that's not good.
0: No, <laughs> it's really not, not good at all. So mm-hmm. what would happen is his oxygen saturation, mm-hmm. there, you can. Um, there's a little monitor that when you go in the hospital, I'm not sure if people have, they put this little apparatus on your finger mm-hmm. or um, they'll put a little tape thing and it has a little red dot. And so they're testing to see how much oxygen, you, the percentage of oxygen carrying capacity basically mm-hmm. that you have going on. And so part of the apparatus that you were hooked up to was that. And mm-hmm. we could see that when you had those apneic episodes, what they were called, your oxygen saturation would literally go down. Yeah. So that's where, yeah, like you said, all of us were like, oh, <gasps> Yeah, because okay. they had wires.
1: I, I don't know if it was necessarily an EKG, but they had wires everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. they're checking to see if your legs are, like, if you have restless leg syndrome, mm-hmm. all of us. So they had literally, you yeah, know, all yeah. of my head, yeah. there, you know. <laughs> Um, But when we got the report, we were like, "Whoa, Mm -hmm. okay." Mm -hmm. then now, you know, so they did discuss surgery. There's some type of surgery. And for whatever reason, like my hands and stuff, you can do surgery on that all day. I just didn't feel comfortable doing doing some type of surgery around there to correct this.
0: And the reason they probably recommended Mm -hmm. the type of surgery was because, um, like I said, if you um, look, you know, because anybody can go to Dr. Google now and the Mayo Clinic, talks about three different types mm-hmm. of sleep apnea and there's one that's called obstructive sleep right, apnea that's and that's the the kind yeah. like you said that you have where you actually have increase in what we call soft tissue mm-hmm. around the nasal or nasal oral pharynx right or oral nasal pharynx um, area so what they would so what they were probably proposing is that they clear out some of that tissue mm-hmm. so that you don't have that fault because when you fall asleep those muscles relax yep. which is what they're supposed to do the muscles in the nasal and oral area and the pharynx area relax and so they actually obstruct
1: so especially if I'm laying on my back
0: right. right so that's when that's why some of some snores are positional so if you mm-hmm. move them they'll stop snoring right. they turn on, they the, turn side on the side right, right. Um, so that was probably why they said okay this is the type that you have. There's another type called central sleep apnea where your brain doesn't send the proper signals to the muscles that control breathing. So, mm-hmm. like your diaphragm, your rib cage, probably even a central. Um, so, the vagus nerve, we know that we call that the wanderer that kind of mm-hmm. goes down from the brain stem and wanders all the way down into mm-hmm. the diet. gives some innervation so that you can have that connection where, oh, you know, your CO2 levels are going up, you need to breathe you need to expire, you need to inspire. And then there's a complex sleep apnea syndrome where there's a multitude of different, it's a combination, not a multitude, but it's a combination of soft tissue of that obstructive type and the central sleep apnea. So that is why it's very important to go and actually be evaluated because everybody snoring does not mean the same thing. Right.
1: And I dare say, I could be wrong, but I dare say snoring doesn't necessarily mean that you have hypnotic episodes, Exactly.
0: Right? No, right. that is correct, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to go and right. get evaluated. So, go ahead. So, they had said you could so have they surgery. Said,
1: um, yeah, I could either have surgery or I could do CPAP. You know, and I said, Well let me start with the CPAP. I'm I'm for for this I'm not going surgery <laughs> you know, right out the bat. Um so I forget how much longer, but a little while later, we we're gonna do another study where they would hook me up to a CPAP machine and do what they call tighter. Mm-hmm. So they um you know, change the pressure mm-hmm. until I don't have those issues anymore. Until yeah. So I'm just c-
0: CPAP means continuous positive airway pressure device. Mm-hmm where it's literally pushing a little bit of pressure airway mm-hmm. through the airways because you have the soft tissue that has now obstructed the airway. So it's pushing that aside so you can get the oxygen in. Right, correct. So they now do a sleep study with the CPAP machine. With
1: the CPAP machine. So tell. And tell I us. did that on a Thursday because your call night used to be yep, Thursday. Thursdays. So I said, Well let uh-huh. me do it on night when she's not there. Look here. <laughs> I I cannot, there's, I don't have the words to describe how much better I felt that next I morning. just
0: remember you saying, is oh this what goodness. sleep feels like?
1: Oh, I, yo, the birds, I heard the birds, I, the, oh, I <laughs> like, the air is sweet, the sun was just golden and that, mo- I yeah. was like a new person. Yeah is like I never slept in years. Yeah. yeah. Off of one night.
0: Wow. I that is that is the one thing I oh. totally remember you saying, like
1: Bro, man. You you just
0: kept saying is this what a good night's sleep feels like? You it's just because thinking, you don't know
1: sleep- what you don't know. Right. Right, you don't know. right.
0: Right. And this is uh, and, and I want and I wanted to go back to a point where you said not all snoring means sleep apnea. Right. And not all non-snorers. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, okay. so
0: this like how you present it. You actually present it with someone else saying, "Yeah, he actually like seems like he skips breathing ever so often you know or if you wake up feeling non-refreshed or tired one
1: of the one of the signs that they asked me about and i think it's a good telltale for me because i was a mouth breather Mm. even though i stopped but because i was a mouth breather my um uh whatchamacallit i'd wake up with my throat
0: dry Ah. and
1: that was one of the things they said if you wake up and your throat is dry or whatever that could be one of the signs so it's another one to look for Mm -hmm.
0: so those those are really big things so let's see what are some of the the signs uh, of sleep apnea we talked about loud or frequent snoring Mm -hmm. um silent pauses in breathing. Yeah. So th- those are the two big things. Um, choking or gasping right, sounds. <laughs> yeah, 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 like you d- yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, daytime sleepiness or fatigue. That so was... <sighs> Yeah. yeah, and, and and I believe that fatigue has become this broad type of symptom that can span so many different areas. Or it's just one of those things where we feel, oh, it's just normal to feel tired. Not
1: only really that, it, it, people have made a whole brand now.
0: Yeah. On, you on, you know,
1: if you ain't working yourself to death, you ain't working hard enough. So everyone's uh, wow. around here sleepy because I got to grind, grind, grind. Mm. And then... You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
0: And, and keep, it's keep a. Keep be, right. Just just be exactly be mindful of that. And mm-hmm. if you really, truly feel that something feels I- different in your energy levels, talk about it to somebody. Talk yeah. about it to your health. Again, we go back to talking to some type of healthcare provider or somebody that can then lead you and guide you. There are some insurance companies where you don't need a referral. For a secondary person, like you could probably call and say, hey, is there a sleep study place? Can I get this done? And then take the results to mm-hmm. your primary care physician. So there's some things you can be, you know, um, actually proactive. Speaking of insurance company,
1: I don't want to forget this. Yes. we. I, I need to be honest with you.
0: Okay, go, go ahead. Okay, let me finish with the, with, um, the symptoms. Okay. And there are only a couple more. So if you have insomnia, mm-hmm. you know, the in- people are talking about, I just can't get to sleep or, you know, inability to get have some good, continuous sleep, morning headaches, Mm. okay, and then um, we call it nocturia, which is waking during the night to go to the bathroom a lot, you know, so that could be either or, so Mm. it could be a central nervous system issue that's waking you up, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, making you go to the bathroom, or because you're going to the bathroom a lot, you're not getting your sleep, so you need need to tease out those issues. Okay, back to the insurance.
1: Now, I is... This is such an important issue mm-hmm. that when it comes to your life insurance, Whoa, Yeah, it's that's a flag. Yeah, it is. So, you know, just be aware of that, that your premiums may go up, you mm-hmm. know, depending on how your insurance is built. But it, that should also let you know that if insurance companies feel that you're an increased risk if you have uncontrolled sleep apnea, or just you know what I mean that maybe this might be something you want to
0: and the reason you know. is because you are now increasing your risk for, for certain chronic yeah. medical conditions such as hypertension mm-hmm. or high blood pressure you're now increasing your risk for stroke uh, we know that there's an increased risk for irregular heart rhythms mm-hmm. that it is now known that sleep apnea can actually be a risk factor for AFib. Yep. Um, I know of another person that when they were being evaluated for AFib, they would not their their cardiologist wouldn't even perform the ablation before they had their sleep study done to yep. see if they had sleep apnea. And then you know now that they knew okay, you have sleep apnea, now you need to be on your CPAP before we perform this procedure because sleep apnea is a huge risk for AFib.
1: Sleep is an important, it's important so thing. Important.
0: It is so important and i'm
1: i'm gonna tell you i'm mad at all up again these self-help folks who are like you can sleep and you die well yeah literally you keep telling people not to work themselves to death they will be dead
0: wow so you
1: need to sleep ouch, ouch. adults you need at least six hours of sleep and if you're younger than that you may need more i'm tired of this
0: sleep we do need to sleep we do need we need good oh, restored. sleep I, I only sleep.
1: sleep three four hours a night cause I okay wow okay G-
0: sleep apnea sleep, a- sleep apnea can also increase your risk for diabetes as well as depression mhm And it can actually worsen ADHD symptoms.
1: It'll worsen everything. Your brain needs time to relax, to.
0: Yes. And there are studies coming out showing that sleep can increase the, the brain's ability to heal itself or to repair itself is what Mm -hmm. I should say. Because we know that during the, during certain form, during certain stages of sleep, there is an increase um, of the opening of the certain gyri mm-hmm. in, the, in the brain mm-hmm. that then the washing of the cerebral spinal fluid can then cleanse out certain cytokines, can then repair. So it, it goes back into the immune system. Mm-hmm. There are different things that need to be washed away, restored, replenished. So sleep is huge. And, and seeing that sleep apnea is one of those things that I think a lot of people poo-poo. Oh, yeah.
1: Like I said, we, yeah. we grew up we grew up in homes where our fathers snored. Yeah, right? And it was just I what was just I was saying. saying yeah, yeah, oh, you snore, you know, snore. Snor. Right. I
0: heard you down the hallway. Yep, I don't know absolutely. how our
1: mothers dealt with that. <laughs> with this, yeah. But yeah, but, you that, know, whatever it. your belief system wants to be, however you think we got here, yeah. right? However mm-hmm. you think that you mm-hmm. listening to this right now mm-hmm. ended up where you are, yeah, yeah. your body today requires sleep when it's dark.
0: Hmm. Okay. Now that's an interesting conversation because what do you talk, What do you do when you talk to people who work nights?
1: Yeah, and you know we both did nights. It is what it is. You know yeah. you got to tape your windows, do yeah, your best, yeah, but yeah. our bodies right now yeah. are designed to sleep when it is dark.
0: We're gonna hear a lot about that. <laughs> yes. No. I hear you. I hear you. So you,
1: you need to you. get your best sleep. I used to laugh growing up. I guess they used to tell us this to go to bed, you know, but the quality of sleep yes, before midnight yes, is better than, then, and of course, midnight to me is just some arbitrary. Whatever, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Gotcha. But the point is that's, is that that's when we you have need, a your, your body needs to regenerate. Yeah, yeah, like that. I that think I've beat that horse enough, I hope. So That'd I can eat it no more, but you need your sleep. Get this checked out.
0: So I know some people will say, well, can sleep apnea be cured? You know, is, is there a cure for sleep apnea? And so there's not necessarily a cure for sleep apnea mm-hmm. unless um, some people will, will notice that there can be a decrease in their apneic episodes that's related to their weight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people notice that they may have become more sleep have sleep apnea or diagnosed with sleep apnea if they've gained a significant amount of weight because that does increase the soft tissue in those areas. And when you lose the weight, that can really affect those that area. So That could be a quote-unquote type of cure, but again, you really need somebody to examine you and diagnose the correct form of sleep apnea you have, because if it is a central nervous system component to it, then that really needs some further explanation and, and evaluation. So losing weight. I mean, we've all talked about how obesity, you know, increases our risk for almost everything under the sun. So sleep apnea is one of those that falls under that weight, you know, making sure we keep our weight. And we know, again, going back to sleep, that sleep can help with the stress hormones that we produce that can also help you lose lose weight. You
1: You know, it's funny with bodybuilders, um, you might not. You, you might think bodybuilding in and of itself is not the best thing but i highly suggest you just just do a little study into the routines of bodybuilders hmm. because they fully understand that they don't grow unless they get a certain amount of sleep
0: really so it's I like did built into
1: that. their schedules
0: that they get some good rest and good sleep you no know, <laughs> Wow, So they're really see doing it. You should to talk about I, it, I so, but I'm
1: not. I'm leaving it alone. So
0: they really know about biohacking. I, I know.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I we've seen that yeah. in my journey yeah. through whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that I know when I'm trying to to get back right, which yeah, is what I'm yeah. doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I get proper sleep, I wake up in the morning and I've had better success
0: yes. burning
1: fat yes. that night yes. if I get good sleep. But if I'm up till one, two in the morning.
0: Not gonna work. No. Not gonna happen. Not gonna no. happen. Wow. Well You it, can
1: still grind and be successful and still get six hours of sleep. It it can be done. It can be done. It can be done. I'm
0: done. Okay. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> so you know, Looking at the whole picture and looking at our time, like, you know, I always say is that we have we've just given a little snippet Mm. into this area. Um, We should really, you know, look into getting a sleep study expert or, you know, a neurologist or somebody here to talk about it. Um, We're going to work on that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But just so that people can stop giving an excuse about snoring. Yes. Or, you yeah. know, I just, oh, this is just, yeah, this, oh, mother's Nora. And I still hear it in my practice. All the time, you know, when going through certain questionnaires, I ask, do you snore? Oh, yeah, but that's not important. Actually, it it really is. It really is. Um, So just this is really what we wanted to do for this conversation is give you you give you guys a snippet of how important your sleep is Mm -hmm. and how important it is to really take care of a symptom Mm. that is snoring or decreased breathing throughout your your sleep. And really get that evaluated and then stay on target with those devices. Because we know of people that have sleep CPAP machines beside their bed and they don't use it. Just,
1: yeah, and I used to get, at least I know a couple friends who I, after I went through my thing, like, yeah. I know you snow, you need to get this checked out. Yeah. They went and did it, got a CPAP machine, like, oh, it's just too restrictive, this, that, and the other. You know, I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. It may be really tough to sleep with that on, mm-hmm. but... I don't have a death wish. I love my life. I love my family. I love I'm yeah. not trying to die right now. Yes, so if there's anything yes. that I can do, that you know, exactly, then I'm gonna exactly, do that. So exactly. My big point there, keep working until you find something that Def- works for you. They exactly. have all kind of different pillows. I mean, nasal pillow. They, they have a lot of different options out there for you if you choose to go to CPAP room.
0: And you're talking about the actual device that is attached to the face when you say pillows. That
1: blow, right. Yeah, it's, that's what the term is They have some that go is to your nose. There's some that covers, you know, so they're different, the different, they're different types.
0: Right, different types. And
1: they do have things that I hear advertised on the radio now. Different devices mm-hmm. that you, me personally, that's not something I wanted to do. Yeah. But if you're open to it, then... And whatever it takes so you get your so you're not waking up with these episodes
0: exactly exactly
1: and also our I know we have pretty robust insurance yes and they're scaling back Mm -hmm. hard but one thing they're not scaling back on is my CPAP supplies that's true they still pay for a good so it's important
0: Yes. to So where the insurance yes. companies like, like we want to yeah. keep getting
1: these premiums, so we need yes. to keep you alive, Live. so we can pay for this. <laughs> We're gonna pay for this. So I, I, it, it's important.
0: It is. It is very important. So what would be your tip of the day for this for this particular conversation?
1: If you well, if you if you if you're by yourself. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't have someone who can observe you, you don't have a partner who can mm-hmm. observe you while you're mm-hmm. sleeping, and you have any of those symptoms we talked about, you know, you feel you're unnecessarily tired when you wake up, have a dry mouth, anything like that, just mention it to your healthcare provider and go from there. It doesn't hurt to have yeah. that conversation. Yeah. Now, again, you got to be at the doctor Yes. <laughs> to discuss it, so let's yes. start there. But, yeah, get that checked out. For me, it has made my life a whole lot better.
0: It means so much so that when we go on trips, that is the first thing you pack. That's the first thing you have. If there's a
1: long nap I'm taking, Yeah. you know, throughout the day. Like, you know, for whatever reason, yes. I put on my, put on my mask. Yeah. yeah, if I need to sleep, then... Exactly
0: So house call community This is a very important issue Please do not just Let it fall on deaf, deaf ears It is something that Could really impact your life in so many different areas and so you know reach out to healthcare providers make sure that you get evaluated if need be or just have multi, you know, more of an, in, an in-depth conversation if you have any of the symptoms that we talked about and until we see you back here next time bye now